0: Yes, people. It is Monday, and before before we get into Fight Island, the Third Coming, you know what I mean? We are, um, yeah, we're continuing our Cage Warriors recap and bringing you the last two events, people. Plus, our look at the NFL weekend. So sit back. Let's go! So it was back to York Hall for Cage Warriors 118. And the night started, well, I mean, the main card started with Adam Ventry against Decky McCallion. McC- McCallion? McCallion? Hmm. It's a lightweight clash. And I'm um, yeah, gotta say, like, um, Ventry, he came out hard, you know, but McKellen's, uh, leg kicks were very effective, very much so that Ventry was just like, you know what, fuck this, and he grabbed a takedown, you know, um, McCallion, he was, uh, you know, he was trying to be really active off his back, Right, so he was going for different things. Nearly grabbed an armbar at one point. But, you know, ventry, uh, he was able to get off some good ground and pound. You know. McCackley, he he did then kind of stuff like most things after a while. But. You know, he, he stuffed and then he got back up At the very end But the problem is He, he spent most of the round on his back So, even though Ventry, he didn't You know, he got off a bit of a flurry But that was it, really So he didn't dominate the fight And... You know, McCallion, he he was being active. He was throwing some shots from the bottom and, you know, trying to go for some submissions. It was like neither dominated, and McCallion was on his back. So, you know, Venturi was always going to win that round, right? So the second round started, and things are completely different. Like, right. McCallion, he comes out and um, lands some solid shots, right? as you know, you kind of feel he realized that, yeah, he gave that first round away. So he comes out, lands some good shots. Ventry, he, um, you know, he, he he really wants a takedown. But McKellen, you know, he gets some, um, yeah, he gets off some really good shots, while uh, looking to um, grab Ventry's back, right? So he uh, he then gets a takedown, and um, not too long after, boom, slides his arm underneath the chin. Ventry, you know what I mean? There's nothing he can do, has to tap. There's that rear naked was in tight Crazy tight And that's the thing, I think some people You know, when they're getting taken down They're not thinking about that submission Which, if someone's like real savvy Boom, gives them the perfect opportunity to get that arm under the chin While they're going down And yeah, that's exactly what McAllen did so then we went up to the welterweight division. We had Nick Stanton against Madder's Flaminis. Right? And um yeah. Like first round, not a technical clash, I would say. Right? But both had their moments. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Both had their moments landing some solid shots. Right? So you know, Stanton, he um he got a couple of takedowns, couldn't hold either. Flander Flamerson was able to get back up. Um Yeah, he, he he then was um able to land well on the exit and all of that, but yeah, it was a close one. It was a close first round Second round um, Stanton, he came out With some solid shots You know, he he was bringing The forward pressure And um, Yeah, probably You know, controlling Yeah A lot of the action You know, he was able to get A takedown um, Again, can't hold it But you know, still controlling the fight, right, he goes for a, a hip toss, takedown, and Flammer's, man, he's able to um, pivot, he lands on top, and this is, this is kind of where everything then shifts, right, and um, yeah, Flammer's, he he takes over, he takes control, yeah, uh, gets off some good strikes from the top, and showed some really good ground control. You yeah? know, so you're kind of thinking coming into the third, it's probably one all, right? So um, yeah, it like third round, it was a bit like the second, to be honest. Right, Stanton, he comes out, he um, lands some good strikes. He's pushing forward, Yeah but then Flamness. He he comes back, comes back really strong, and ends the round looking a little dominant. So it, it was a toss up, and um, yeah, Flemus, F- I don't even know how to say his last name, Flemus, Flemus. He he got the win. He got the win, unanimous decision. So um. Yeah, but like both were on a two fight skid, so yeah, you you could see the relief. You could see the relief with um Madders when he uh, yeah got that nod. Right, so um we then jumped to the middleweight division. We had Matthew Bonner against Matt Imman. So Bonner he had um yeah in the, in the fight before you know, he brought, he he beat george smith that was um yeah he's trained by Iman, Iman, he'd been out of the uh, he'd been out of the cage for a few years so this was his comeback and also he was coming back at a uh, a, a you know a, a bigger the um weight class you know he he previously was fighting at welterweight, so uh, yeah that was that was a um, interesting situation, right? Coming back, and you're thinking, oh, how is he gonna do? You know, at this heavier weight class, and also, yeah, not fighting since um, man. I don't know, it it was like his last fight was uh, 2017. You know, so he, he lost to Craig White, and, yeah, he stepped away from things. Stepped away and concentrated on the training side of stuff. So, yeah, this was his big comeback. And I have to say, things really weren't looking good for him. Like, you you did wonder, like, was moving up to middleweight a good thing? There's Bonner, he's the one landing the heavy shots, right? Heavy shots that you could see were clearly, clearly doing damage, stopping Inman in his tracks. Like, Bonner was kind of bullying Inman, and Inman was throwing. That's the crazy thing, he's throwing, he's landing, landing kicks, landing shots. But Bonner's sitting down on everything he's throwing. Ibn, he's not, right? He's not sitting down on anything. He's, just like, throwing them out, but it's like pitter-patter to Bonner. And Ibn, he really needed to land something big to make Bonner respect respect him because Bonner just didn't respect anything Immon was doing in those first two rounds. You know, just walking walking him down, walking through and you could see the damage on um on Immon, right? So then it came to the third and you're just like, oh like this isn't going to be good. This isn't going to be good." But, yo, got to say I am really impressed, right? Really impressed with Iman because, man, he's he stepped things up, right? Really stepped things up a gear in this round. And he controlled, yeah, he, he, he controlled it, right? Which is. Crazy after those first two Now, I think Bonner kind of gassed himself out A little bit Right, but You have to think, right Iman It's his first fight in three years So the fact that he's gassed Hank Is Just that impressive You know, he stayed the course Even with the fact that he's moved up a weight class Right, so you know he was mixing up his strikes well, and he started to implement the calf kick, which was big. Right, it it was disrupting Bonner's movement and his forward movement, which was a huge thing. And he then started to hit a stepping elbow, right? which you're just like, yo, okay, you know what I mean? That he's really putting that to work, right? And then the other crazy thing was, it looked like he hurt Bonner on a few occasions, which you wouldn't have thought was possible after those first two rounds, right? That was the thing. The problem was, like, for Iman to win the fight, he needed a stop. He needed a stoppage. And it never really looked like he was going to get that. Right, that was the that was the big thing. Now, as I said, look, he he hurt Bonner, but yeah, you you, you know he he never looked like he could finish him, you yeah. know, and, and that was a problem, right? Bonner was still throwing, you know, so even when he got hurt, he was throwing enough so Immun couldn't completely then swarm him and end things and I don't even know if him and had the power to do that to be honest. Right? But um yeah it was a super impressive performance super impressive performance like you knew Bonner was gonna win right but what was crazy what really was insane about this one was two of the judges gave Bonner thirty twenty seven, and you're like, well, yes, he won those first two. There's no way you can give him that third round, right? It was baffling, just straight up baffling how anyone could give him that third round. I, I I don't know what the fuck was happening. Don't know what was happening, and I think what was weird. Was the fact that the commentary team d- Didn't talk about it Didn't talk about it The commentary team They're weird Right? They're very odd And like I don't hate the guys because you know, Daniel Strauss he, he, he does commentate a lot of um, grappling Kind of, the, he does a Polaris events and that kind of stuff, right, so, look, they're knowledgeable guys, but, it, it, yeah, their, their commentary is what was very odd over these three events, you yeah. know, there's, there's stuff that they just didn't call out, just didn't call, and you're just like, wait, how is it you're not, like, you're making terrible jokes, like, Oh my god, terrible jokes But they're not calling out Some of the things that were so clear Like there was a terrible stoppage In, um, you know, 117 That event, right? The co-main event Creasy against Ades- um, Adesanya Ugh, I forget the... Adesanya, I think you know, it's Dean Adesanya's brother, but yeah, it was a dreadful stoppage. It was you're just looking and being like, "Wait, it's not her! Like, what the fuck is going? Like, you landed two shots, but yeah, didn't call it." And so it's it's very odd how they don't. I don't know if if it's they've been told not to talk about certain things, but yeah, it it was weird. But anyway. So, um, that went, uh, so then we're into our co-main event, and it's, um, Aaron Khalid against Leonardo Damanini, who, uh, yeah, was making his Cage Warriors debut on, man, I, I believe it was something like, I don't know, nine days notice Something real frigging crazy. Because he'd fought on the uh, the 7th of uh, November. Right? Fought on the 7th of November. So you're just like, wait, what? <laughs> you know, and um yeah, he he yeah, came in on real short notice and uh yeah, took that fight, which um yeah, just that alone. Super Super impressive, you know what I mean? Um so yes, the fight. See the fight was interesting because I don't know, like Damanini, he, he's I think he's meant to be a grappler. You know, he, he has more submissions than you know knockouts, but the way he is coming at Khalid. You know, after their first exchange Khalid, you could see Khalid didn't really want any of those hands So he's like, I'm going to take it to the ground And he gets a takedown But, yeah, Damolini He, um yeah, he, you, know, he's not easy to hold And he gets up pretty much straight away Right, so he gets up And... Yo, they exchange a bit and he puts Khalid down with a nice right, right? Just perfectly landed right hand. Khalid goes down. And I think Khalid is like, Alright, I'm, I'm gonna stay here. You come into my guard. Uh yeah. And you can see Damanini, he was just like, Yeah, you know what? Nah, I'm I'm not. I'm not gonna go down. So, you're kind of thinking, okay, so he knows that Khalid has got, you know, the advantage on the ground. And you're thinking, fair enough, you know, fair enough, right? So, um, yeah, they, they stand, um, and, yeah, like, Damanini is landing some really good shots. Like, Khalid, he, um, he, he wants another takedown. He manages to get it, but, again... You know, Damanini, he's straight back up, straight back up and throwing some really good shots. So we come into the second round and I think it is clear Damanini has, he's got some power, right? And it is a problem. Like Khalid, he does not want any of it. And he's looking to avoid it by getting takedowns. And he gets some takedowns. Just can't hold them. Can't hold them. Right? And so, yeah. As soon as, like, Damanini, he gets straight back up. And then he's throwing bombs. Throwing bombs. And he's stumbling Khalid a lot. You know? Puts him down again so you're just like yo, whew, What's gonna happen? Like, is this gonna make it the full free? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like um, yeah, Damanin Like um, so Khalid he gets another takedown, but again, Damanin, he he powers. Well, no, he he gets a reversal. He gets a reversal. Um. And at the end of the round, Yo know, Khalidi, he, he tries for one more takedown. And um, this time, he gets it and he gets off a bit of ground and pound, which is probably the best thing he's done that round. So you are wondering, how is this shit getting judged, right? How's it gonna get judged? There's I would say Damanini had that round, but with that last takedown and getting off some shots this time, yeah, like the judges could give it to um you know Khalid. And we've we've seen them make some bad decisions already today. You know, so we're going into the third, and you're thinking, alright, th- this this could be it. Right? A third will Yeah, I mean the third's gonna give us a lot here. Yeah. And it was a fun last round. Ain't gonna lie. Like Khalid, he he gets a takedown, but well, yeah, um, you know, Damanini, he's um yeah, still good with the get ups, even in the third round. Right, like, he, he he he's not really slowing. And his power is still, whew, still crazy. Right, and he rocks Khalid, rocks him. And and the f- weird thing is, you know, the, the previous rounds, like, Damanin, he had stayed away from the ground. This time, he follows Khalid down, follows him down, and he's like engaging, right? Looking to um, looking to put a hurt on Khalid, basically, and he's controlling it, right? Controlling the ground. So you're looking at and thinking, huh? Okay, so for the last two rounds, like you had a thought in your head that Damanini, you know, he he's worried about the ground. Right, he thinks oh Khalid is better on the ground. In the third, he shows, no, he's probably the better grappler. So yeah, it was a baffling thing. A baffling situation. But yeah, he um he goes down, gets off some ground and pounds, you know, and, and he kind of has it his own way. Right? Crazy thing was though. As I said, look, the, the judges how, weren't great, were not great at all this night, and they gave it a split decision, it wasn't a split decision, it definitely was not a split decision, but, um, yeah, Damanini did take it, which was good, was, you know, was good and it was the right call, but yeah, it was it was baffling that it was a friggin' split. But that takes us to the main event. Alright, so we've got Jamie Richardson against Um Nathias Frederick. And they've been playing these promo... Well, I'm just going to say these promos. It was one promo. One promo that they played repeatedly, just repeatedly throughout the goddamn evening, and we'd already seen, you know, good chunks of it in last night's event, right, the Thursday event, so you're just like, oh man, how is it you haven't recorded new shit, there should be enough stuff recorded so you can play multiple kind of pieces, no we're just getting the same Thing retread Ugh Which is just very very irritating But you know The way these dudes are talking In this um Yeah promo It's kind of crazy like Fredericks Is just like you know like he, You see he respected Richardson but he's just like Oh I'm a beast He's, he's not able to get to beast Mode and you're just like what the fuck? This is insane, right? These, these guys are insane. And then Richardson's all, yeah, I'm the better fighter. Clearly, I'm the better fighter. I'm going to take it. Blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Just that standard shit people say, right? So you're just kind of really interested to see what the fuck was going to happen here. And I'm not going to lie, right? You, you did wonder. You know, so the fight starts. Richardson, he comes out with some good leg kicks, good leg kicks, but Fredericks, his power is frightening, (laughs) he's got frightening power, and he puts Richardson down with a right hand, and you, you could see he was thinking about going down to the ground, But, you know, Richardson, he was very active, throwing up the legs, you know, throwing kicks up. So, yeah, Fredericks, he's like, all right, you know what, I'm going to let you back up. So, he lets him back up. And then, you know, for the rest of the round, like, Richardson is showing very good movement, right? Good hands, good movement. And with about two minutes left in the round, he gets a takedown. And controls Fredericks. Right? So we're just like, hmm, okay. Right? All this crazy talk and everything like that. I don't even know. Right? Obviously, Fredericks has crazy power. But he's not technical. Right? His hands are low. He's jumping in. Jumping in. Crazy reckless. All right, so you yeah, you're kind of thinking, "hmm, okay. I, I yeah, I don't even know. The, the, I think Richardson could win this fight. he he's looking the more composed out of the two. You know, he's got the the better guard, you know, the better boxing, All right, so second round, and um, Fredericks, he's um, yeah, heavy leg kicks again and those later you just hear the leg kicks, and you're just like you're you're just like how the fuck is Richardson standing taking those kicks, it's insane right but you know, other than that it's a pretty even round you know, Richardson he's got you know, a crisp a crisp Jab, that's he's firing out. You know, and um, yeah, he he he's good movement. He's avoiding a lot of Frederick's power shots because, as I said, Frederick he's not finessing them. There's no subtlety about Frederick's. He's jumping in. His hands are down, so you can kind of read what he's going to do, right, so, yeah, like, you're, you're and Frederick, he's unbeaten, well, I mean, he's been on a, a, you know, an unbeaten streak, should I say, I think it's like six, seven fights without a loss, so you're like, yeah, he's he's good, but, you know, he he's definitely looking a little rough, definitely looking a little rough, so then we get the third round, and God damn, like whoa! Like, that's all you can say. Whoa, right? They come out. Fredericks, he he's going for Richardson, right? He he throws, he throws a head kick. Head kick isn't really, like it's not a good head kick you know, the head kick isn't, it's not a good shot, right, it's easily avoided by Richardson, I think he avoided, I t- yeah, I don't think he blocked it, I think he just kind of moved out the way of it, right, Um, but the kick itself, although it's not great, it does force Richardson out of position, right, so he, he backs up, Fredericks follows, with a straight. Then. <sighs> then he uncorks a left. Uncorks a left. The. Uh, just. It was like one of Thanos' clicks. It shut Richardson down. He went out. Oh my god. He was. Some- Sparko Sparko it, it was crazy. Um, Fredericks he, he landed one more shot, which you know, he didn't need to land. Didn't need to land at all. And I will say, you know, it, it was it was weird, because he he you know Richardson is down, he's out, he's straight up out. And Fredericks, he puts one hand up against the fence And then he bends over And a huge hammer fist on him Then he kind of It's like he was in a daze or something Because then he's a bit like Oh Oh no Oh no 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 And he is so apologetic That he runs over to Richard's corner He apologizes for that last That last hit then he he's not really celebrating. Not celebrating. And he waits for Richardson to get back on his stool. He goes over, he apologizes, and then he then he can celebrate. And so I will give him credit for that. You know? And yeah, I think he was just in a berserker rage or something. But scary as a motherfucker. And you you kind of think with his you know his current run of form. Yeah, you know, he, he he he's won the belt, right? He he's as I said, look, he's nine and two now, nine and two, so so good record, right? So very good record, and as I said, look, he, he last lost in um May twenty sixteen. That, that's the last time he's lost. He's unbeaten since. Which is um what uh one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10. So that that's ten fights unbeaten. Yuri which yeah, that's impressive. That's impressive. So um you you kind of think that he could could get a call up to the UFC. You know, could definitely get a call-up for the UFC. Um, I'd, I'd imagine it would probably be a late replacement. Because if he hasn't been called up yet, and I imagine it be, be, possibly would be a um, yeah a late replacement call. I mean, middle, UFC middleweight division is, yes, is, you know what eh? I mean? It's not shabby. And like the concern with it would be Like he, he's guard is all down You know he, He's jumping in and all of that And you just think he, he would need to Correct some of that shit Right Because you go up against you know a real right Hall, He's gonna get lit up Right He's gonna get lit up But yeah i I definitely see the opportunity there for him, so if Frederick stays healthy stays healthy and doesn't get out of shape yeah i he could definitely get a call to the UFC you know and yeah it was a crazy a crazy end to this card you know ferocious. Terrible fucking power Fredericks has. You know? But, um, yeah. That was the second of the Strike Back trilogy from Cage Warriors. Okay, so... On to the last event of the trilogy, Cage Warriors 119, and this one, who, two title fights, two title fights to end the whole, yeah, three days off. And um, it started in the lightweight division. We had uh, Joe McCulgan against Kieran Lister. So um, yeah. McColgan, he came out fast Came out fast But things seem to um, Yeah, seem to be even on the feet Right? Seem to be even on the feet Until oh, Until McColgan lands a right The rocks Lister Right? Lister, he, he shoots a double leg Lands a takedown And you're thinking, okay All right? But McColgan, he's you know he's up straight away. You know Lister can't hold him, so you know Lister now is um yeah he he, he tries to implement the clinch, tries to implement the kinch, um, yeah on the fence, you know just to. to probably get his senses back right and to stop McColgan from just rocking him right he's um able to land two more takedowns can't hold those though you know McColgan up straight away and um when McColgan gets finally gets back into space he 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 starts to throw starts to throw big hands Right, um, yeah, just rocking Lister. The referee, he um, man, like it's a, he stops the fight for a minute. Right, there's a Lister has a cut, so he stops. They look at the cut. On the restart, you know they they're trading, um, and McColgan he he puts Lister down. With a bit The right It just kind of came from nowhere And yeah he just Flatlined Lister The ref he just jumped in Jumped in and stopped the fight Uh, It was definitely impressive Because You know although McColgan He was looking good Standing he was getting Taken down a lot Now he's getting up straight away But you're thinking you know, Lister is doing enough to disrupt him, but yeah, man, I, I think you know it wasn't long left in the cr- in the uh, in the round, right? Thirteen seconds left, and McColgan, yeah, he gets the job done, right? So um, from there, we go to the welterweight division. We've got Ian Gary against Lawrence Tracy. And, um, yeah, like gary he he's four and o, right, and Tracy was five and four, so you're kinda looking at it and thinking, all right, well, Tracy, obviously he's um you know he he he's not destroying people, but you know, still, Gary only four fights right, so, you know, Tracy, he might not be, you know, storming the division, but he's still got nine fights under his belt, so it's just like, oh, how is this test gonna go for Gary, and, um, you know, Tracy comes out, and he, he looks to take the fight to Gary, you know, but, right, you know what I mean, Gary, he, 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 um, yeah, he shoots, like, he, yeah, he shoots, um, Tracy is able to stuff it, able to, it wasn't the best shot, to be honest, he, he kind of shot from afar out, which you did, like, think, huh, that's not great, but, you know, alright, we'll, we'll give this dude some time, we'll, we'll see how impressive he is, right, and, um, you know, Gary, Tracy tries to implement a, a, a clinch game on the fence. But right Gary he he's able to break away and puts a a nice combination together. Puts a nice combination together, then land a take down. Right? He's looking to improve his position, you know, thinking about maybe a submission something like that, get off some ground and pound, right, he goes, grabs the back, then pretty, you know, pretty seamless transition into the mount, right, and he starts to drop elbows, starts to drop elbows, and the ref jumps in, because, whew, it's just vicious elbows, man, so, uh yeah. Then Tracy is, like Gary, he is, you know, calling, calling for the bell calling for everything. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. He, he, once he kind of settled down, he did look impressive. So it'll be interesting to see who they, um, who they put him up against next. So we now go to the featherweight division, and we had Paul Hughes against Jordan Vuknik. And, um, yeah, that first round kind of a tail of two halves, right? So Vuknik he started well, you know, he's landing kicks, he, um, you know, gets a takedown, and, um, yeah, he's controlling things, right? So Hughes, he he was able to get up, and as Vanik, he goes, you know, he, he, he looks to take him down again, Hughes was able to just grab a really nice switch, really nice switch, you know, gets on top, and controls the rest of the round, you know, and like, towards the end, he got off some nice ground and pound. Right, so yeah, it like each had a half, you know, one of those ones. So round two, uh Hugh started strong this time. You know, he was using the jab well, uh he, he kept Volnik on the fence and um stopped him from implementing his game. But as the round went on, Volnik was able to uh you know, start a clinch game going, right, and he was doing well with a, uh, you know, like putting his hands to use, right, getting off some good shots standing, and he then tries a, a standing head and arm choke, right, which, uh, yeah, it you know he he was looking like he had it kind of tightly clinched and you you know he had the option right he was in a position where possibly take it down right and try and finish it or you know take the back right and he he was in that position where both were an option right so you're looking at it thinking okay you know, what I mean, he's definitely doing his thing, and he gets Hughes down, gets Hughes down, but Hughes is able to escape right, able to escape the head and arm. And um, he tries to take the back, tries to take the back, uh, but you know. Volnik defends it. Volnik defends it. And uh Yeah you know able to get back up get back up and uh, you know he, he gets a, a quick takedown to end the round. So yeah, like it is definitely it's a tough one to call the these first two rounds. Um third round is Hughes and Volnick, they're going at it. They are going at it, which is good, right? It's definitely good. And um, Hughes, he has the better of things, you kind of feel, for a while. But then Volnick is able to come back with some decent stand-up. Hughes then goes, grabs a takedown grabs a takedown Um, I think Volnick stuffed the first attempt but Hughes just pushed through grabs it and um, yeah they're, they're just working working on the ground Volnick he grabs a switch to reverse the situation it's back and forth but Hughes ends the round on Volnick's back So, you kind of thought that Hughes probably did enough to get the win. Probably did enough to get the win. It goes to a split decision and Volnick gets it. Volnick gets it, which a little bit of a surprise, but it's not a robbery. You know, it was a close fight. So, you know, you think, okay, fine. Crazy thing was at the end of the fight, Huge was so confident he'd won. He's, you know, getting in front of the camera. He's calling out the champion. He's just calling out everyone. And, uh, yeah. Nope. Doesn't do it. Doesn't do it. You know, Volnik gets that win. Uh, so, then we move into our first uh, title fight. Right? So, this one's for the lightweight belt, which is... Was vacant going in, was vacant because Mason Jones he was a champion and he's been called up to the UFC. You know, so you're just like, oh, okay, who's gonna win this? So we had Jack Grant, you know, against Aggie Sandari, and this was Sandari's Cage Warriors debut, and also he again he took this fight short notice. I think, yeah, I I think it is a month, you know, four to three weeks. It might have been three weeks. Yes, it was something like three weeks. There's, I think last month he fought in a tournament, which he won. Right? So you're just like, oh, goddamn, damn. That's impressive. Right? Are you, you going to lie? That's impressive. You know, so it's just like, oh, how is this going to go? There's, you know, Grant, he was... Man, he was a taller of the two. Taller of the two had good reach, you know, so it was yeah, an interesting situation. And um, yeah, Grant, you know, he was really just man using that range well. Using the range well, you know. Um he was um keeping Sandari at bay with Man, a, a really nice array of kicks. You know, Sandari, you know, he's he's trying to get inside, but yeah, just not able to. You know, he landed some shots. You know, he landed some shots, but the, he his best weapon was his kicks. You know, he, he was able to get off some good leg kicks. So we go into the second round and You know, Sundari had a better route for sure Definitely had a better second round He was landing more Um, Grant didn't kick as much Which, that was a bit surprising You know, he was doing so well with the kicks in the first round For some reason, decided not to kick as much in that second Like, um, he still showed really good movement Right, um and he was kind of staying at range for most, most of the round. Towards the end of the round, right, he um, he landed a, a flash knockdown, right, landed a a good shot, put Sardini down. So um, yeah, Sardini gets back up and um, returns the favour. <laughs> it was it was just crazy. It was just like, wait, what? What is happening? Yeah, and he puts uh, Grant down <laughs> with a uh, a good shot, you know, and um, yeah, ended the round trying um, trying for a takedown, you know, with some good pressure. So I know that like, you're thinking, oh, I think Sardini could have taken that second round. You know, so it's one all going into the third. Right? And um this one the this round again for I don't know why. This round was fought more in the pocket, right? And it was an even I mean, I kinda of felt it was very even, right? Grant, he was initiating the clinch, but Sardini, you know, he was um yeah, just Holding holding his own very well You know, just You know, not allowing Grant to bullying him And really, you kind of felt that You know, Sardini could have been the one controlling The, the clinch You know, he was able to reverse it Having um, Grant up against the fence a lot Like, Grant, he was able to get a takedown couldn't hold it, Sardini was up And uh, Reverses a late Takedown event Event, attempt Right, to uh, End up on top Landing some elbows at the end Of the round And uh, you kind of think, oh, That, I think that could have been Enough to um, Yeah, give Sardini the round So we're going into the championship rounds Now and Grant, he's, uh, you know, he decided to go back to the kicks, go back to the kicks, you know, um, because, he, yeah, he was doing so well with them in the first round, right, as the round goes on, though, right, he seems to slow, Grant seems to slow, Sardini, he's still, he's still good, he's still going, right, and he's pushing forward, The only problem with it though Right, instead of cutting Off the cage He's chasing Grant, right, which Not always the Best, doesn't always look The best, but You know, I will say He was Landing, right, was landing And um, Yeah, hit Grant with a Heavy straight you know, and then three more solid shots at the end of the round. All right, so you still kind of felt that, yes, Sardini is moving ahead. Right, taking over the fight completely. In the fifth round, man, all um, it's all to play for. You kind of thought, right, you, thought, you know, you thought Grant still was in with a shot. Still in with a shot you know, some of the rounds were definitely close, right, um, but Sardini, man, he he was stuffing Grant's takedown attempts, right, and um, on the feet, Sardini, he was just landing the better shots, right, I think Grant, you know, he got off some good knees in the clinch, and he went for a, a knee bar and a um a leg lock. But the problem was... I, you could see he was so tired. Like, he didn't have... He never really had full control of either move. Which allowed Sardini to, you know, get on top and just land. Land some ground and pound. Right? And, um, yeah you know, that was the thing, like, Sardini just landed very strong, you know, very strong, you know, the last kind of moments of the round was Sardini just dropping bombs on Grant, right, so, um, yeah, when it came to it, Sardini took a split decision, I didn't think it was a split decision, I, you know, you thought, Like, Sardini clearly took that third, clearly took the third, which gave him at least three rounds to two At least, if not four to one, right? But, yeah, we're judging, we're judging for sure Which then took to the the main event, right? Which was Morgan Chirier against Perry. Gold. Goodwin. So this was for the vacant um featherweight title, which uh, yeah, yeah, Mason Jones had. (laughs) So yeah, he was like a double champion man, which was yeah, super impressive. Um, But had a that meant there was a vacant belt, you know. So um, yes, this, man. Yo, I have to say, right? Morgan Cherrier, super, super impressive, right? Um, yeah, like it. The first round, it was very measured, a very measured round. Like neither of them were doing anything crazy, right? Both landed some good leg kicks. Uh, Goodwin. You know, he was looking to counter, but the problem was, Cherie, just so fast, so fast, I mean, it was crazy, and you wondered, like, you wondered, because the way it was getting talked about, Goodwin was the faster fighter, that's how it had sounded going in, uh, but no, Cherie was so friggin' slick. Right, so he was able to land and then just get out the way. Land and get out of the way. You know, and he got off some heavy shots. Heavy shots at the end. So we're going into the second round. And we just had some, you know, tremendous movement from Cherie. Eh? It's it, it just so impressive watching him perform. Like Grant, you know, he did land a couple of heavy shots. You know, give him that. But Sherry, you know, he was uh, uh, attacking the legs. You know, he he was able to get a takedown, and yeah, he just ended around with some really good ground and pound. Really impressive ground and pound. All right, so third round, and um, yeah, Grant, if like I think. What was interesting because Grant is doing he's moving a lot right, and like there was times where he was he'd throw an elbow throw an elbow, but he's nowhere near Cherie. so he's was the yeah the the koji team would like oh he he's you know teasing with the elbow and he's like. It's not really a tease when they're way too far away to be able to do anything with it. (laughs) You know what I mean? It was just like... Yeah, he he wasn't even in range to land a kick. So, yeah, not in range to land an elbow. And, And, like, it was a funny comparison you could make, right? There's Goodwin, he had... The, I'd say the braggadocious nature, the antics of that early Anderson Silver. you know what I mean? All that, you know, the, the way he would taunt someone, Goodwin had all of that, but problem was, Sherry, eh? <laughs> you know, he had the movement, he had the movement of that Anderson Silver. so, you know what I mean? Goodwin just weren't landing anything, and, yeah, things started pretty much the same as the previous round, Cherie, you know, just landing some good shots, avoiding everything Goodwin was throwing at him, and, uh, yeah, just rocking, rocking, um, you know, Goodwin, right, uh so the fight got sta- stopped got stopped for a uh, you know a groin shot right goodwin you know took took his time which is good yeah fight got restarted and um sherry just uncorked uncorked a ridiculous body shot ridiculous body shot Goodwin just goes down. Goes down in a huddle. Holding his side. Doing nothing. Doing nothing. It's just like, oh, this is over. This is over. No. No. For some weird reason, Mark Goddard, who is reffing it, wouldn't call the fight. So, Sherry's. You know he stands there for a couple of seconds, looking down, and he's just like, "Huh? So he throws one like one shot, and then Goddard finally stops it but you're just like there there's no need for that shot like what what are you doing? you know it was kind of baffling right it is just baffling why Goddard wouldn't stop the fight when you know. Goodwin was clearly done, you know what I mean, like, look, you've seen some people take a body shot, and be able to keep it together to some extent, or at least on the fence with the guard up, Goodwin is down, his back is to Cherie, and he all he's doing is holding himself, because he is in so much pain, so the fight should have been stopped there and then, it was crazy, yeah, it was it was a ridiculous thing, so, yo, Cherie looks like he's a problem, he really looks like he's a problem, so he's unbeaten in his last three fights, and yeah, now he's the featherweight champion, right, so you kind of feel that, yo, I would not be surprised, I would not be surprised if he doesn't get a call-up to the UFC. Because he looked so goddamn good. So goddamn good. Right? And the next lot of um, Cage Warrior events are at the end of uh, March. At the end of March. So, yeah. I think there's a good few UFC events happening before then. So, um, yeah, it would not surprise me if someone gets injured, they, yeah, they they call Cherie up, you know? The, yeah, super, super impressive win. Okay, people, so, we are... Yeah, we're in the postseason, baby. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was the wild cards going at it. And uh, yeah, there was some um, man, there was definitely some surprises. I mean, a huge one for sure. You know, but uh, let's yeah, let's start off um actually yeah, let's start off with that huge surprise so we had um, Pittsburgh Steelers who were twelve and five going up against the Cleveland Browns, who were also twelve and five, and um, yeah, we're looking at it thinking, who's gonna win? I, I, you know, I definitely have my money on the Steelers. They, you know, they were bringing some big names back. Roethlisberger came back. And there was, you know, the Browns had some COVID trouble. So, yeah, everything was looking like, you know what I mean? We're going to have a Steeler Saturday. No, no, it did not go that way at all. You know what I mean? And I think the damage was done in that first quarter. Like, that's where, it, you know what I mean? It was pretty much over. Because the Browns went up 28-nil. 28-nil. Like, man, it, it was just a mess. It was just a mess for Pittsburgh, right? And when the game literally starts off with a fumbled snap, fumbled snap, right? And the Browns... Grab it and yeah. Goes into the end zone. They collect the ball. It's a touchdown. I think that just sets the tone. Right? Sets the goddamn tone. Oy. Man, and uh also right, you're you're in the fourth quarter, you're down. And you punt. When you're 4 and 1. Like. What the fuck. How is it. You're not going to try and get that 1 yard. 1 yard. You're you're down. By 12. It, It was a baffling move. A baffling. Move. It was just. Yeah. It was crazy. It was crazy. You know. So. Man, the Browns, after not being in the postseason for twenty years, man, they you know they're through to the next phase. Like, whew! There's definitely some Cleveland, Clevelandites. What the fuck do you call Cleveland people? I mean, other than Cleveland people, but yo, know, they are definitely happy definitely happy, now, they've got a tough one next week, (laughs) you know what I mean, they've got a tough one next week, but, hey, it's not out of the question, right, it is not out of the question, and, um, yeah, so, let's see, next week, they will be going up, well, (laughs) <laughs> we can't give away the horse before the car. Yeah, I think that's the expression. Uh but we had um Indianapolis Colts against the Buffalo Bills. So the Bills were 14 and 3 and the Colts were 11 and 6. You know. Um I did pick the Bills to take this one. But Man, it was a crazy game, right? It was a crazy game. Colts, the the Colts, yeah, Colts. I don't know why that sounded wrong, but the Colts people, they started well. You know, they started well. They were looking good, but but things seemed to shift after they just. Man, they couldn't get it done in the in the end zone, right? They they got that um, you know interception call that just went against them, right? And you thought, ah, and that's when it just yeah, uh, after that call, it I don't know, I don't even know. Maybe the Bills were like, oh, we are safe. You know what I mean? But um yeah, they, they just stepped things up. They stepped things up and um although the Colts, you know, what I mean? they, they had some great plays. They really did. They had some really good plays, But they just couldn't convert. That was the crazy thing. They they just yeah, they were getting into the red zone. They were getting good field position, and then it would just all fumble, all falter, fall apart for them. You know, and, and that was their biggest issue. Um, you know, where the, because the Bills, they took the lead, but they 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 couldn't shake the Colts, so it was close. It stayed close. And then, you know, <laughs> it, it, it just went, right? It just went. Because, man, they, 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 uh, they threw that last, that interception at the very end, the Colts. And you thought, ah, they are dumb. But they were granted one last stab at the cherry. One last stab at their cherry, and they couldn't get it done. Couldn't get it done, which was just basically their their whole night, right? So, it was a good Bills win, and I have to say, right, from listening to Bills fans, you would think that they smashed the Colts. They did not smash the Colts, right, so it was a close game, it was a close game that technically shouldn't have been a close game, right, so you know what, the Browns, hey, they have got a good chance, a very good chance of um, beating the Bills in that one, gotta say, you know, I don't think it's out of the realms of possibility, people uh, so um the Titans against the Ravens yeah you know I mean? Tennessee they were 11 and six Baltimore they were twelve and five right so um yeah it was a, it was an even game really I believe I picked the Ravens to get the win and um you know I have to say like the Titans you know they jumped to a good start, jumped to a good start, right? Got a touchdown and an interception, so yeah, things were looking good for them. But they couldn't turn the interception into another t- touchdown, right? They could only get a field goal, which was like, ugh. you know, they they should have got a touchdown. Just some. Shoddy plays, but you know, they walked away with three points, so he still wasn't the end of the world. Right? But then I just felt they're tackling, they're tackling. Just let the Ravens back into it. Let them back into it. You know, a, a game that you kind of thought the Titans were controlling. Ugh. Yeah. Their the defense just fell apart Let Ravens back in And um, You kind of thought The, the Ravens were then going to pull away Because they were looking Good They were looking tight But no <laughs> Like The Titans It was so weird Because one minute of the tackling was Trash just straight trash, then they're pulling off some great, you know, quarterback pressures, you know, sacked the quarterback, right, and, you know, they kept it close, they kept it close, right, just a touchdown in it, but, but, always a but, right, they just threw a horrendous interception. It was like a throw that you were just like, wait, what the fuck was that? I don't know if it was a miscommunication, if the quarterback just threw just off, but you're just like it you're just scratching your head, like what what are you doing? It's a season you fuck. What what's going on here? You know? So um yeah, Ravens took it twenty to thirteen. So um yeah, all power to the Ravens for you know turning that shit around, right? Um yo let's let's talk right let let let's talk the Rams against uh, the Seahawks. You know, Seattle was twelve and five and uh, Los Angeles were eleven and six. So um yeah this game people right it, it was it was kinda tight, right? It was kinda tight, but <laughs> horrible horrible throws like Give the Rams a touchdown. Yeah. Like pretty like straight. I mean, they were already leading with a field goal, but yeah, it, it was just some craziness. Gave them a touchdown. Seahawks, that they, they couldn't stop the run from Akers. Akers was just man, he had some sensational runs. He, he was like a hot knife to butter Like, there was so many times when you thought Oh, they've got him And then somehow you're just like Wait, how is he getting more yards? What the... What? you know what So, yeah, he hurt the Seahawks, man He really did Oh, man And, um You know Like, you thought that might be, you know, the thing, and the Rams could possibly, you know, pull away, but the Seahawks stayed in it, you know what I mean, the Seahawks stayed in it, with um, some good quarterback pressure, you know, they had some good quarterback pressure, and they also had some really good rushes themselves, right, they really did, but, like, when it came down to it, it was penalties. I kind of feel it was some bad penalties and plays. You know, just allowed, you know, the Rams to just hold on to that lead. Hold on to that lead and end well. You know, they, they got 10 points in the fourth to um, Seattle 7. Ended the game 30-20. to 20. So, hey... The Rams move on, you know, Rams move on, I, I, I called them, I, I thought, you know, I said, yo, Rams to win that game, but, you know, I mean, you thought, I mean, Seattle probably will, but yeah, I wanted the Rams to win, and yeah, I feel that was another shock from the, uh, from the evening Okay so uh, Two more games left Two more game. That's not good English is it Two games left yeah. Right so uh, Chicago At New Orleans You know Chicago were Eight and nine Right New Orleans were Thirteen and four And Um Yeah. (laughs) Oh man. This Like for three quarters this was a scrappy mess. This was not a great game. Oh man, it was Yeah, a little bit terrible. Join to tell you the truth. Go there was well, like, Saints scored early, Chicago, well, Chicago, hey, let, let's call it, right, they are going to be ruining, ruining the fumble in the end zone, right, when they look back on this game, I think that really just, that, I think that fucked their momentum, that just fucked them up, right, there's, yeah, they just, their form was just bad, you know, didn't score anything in that third quarter, and the third quarter wasn't great for a big portion, then the Saints, they, they got a touchdown, and they kind of were pulling away, right, I mean, if you can call, you know, what they did pulling away, I mean, they scored another touchdown in the fourth, right? But they allowed Chicago to get six. I mean, it's two field goals. So, you know, they stuffed them. You know, they didn't allow Chicago into the end zone at all, right? So, you kind of think, that fumble... Very, very costly people. Very costly, but uh, yeah, not the best game. Very you know I mean? like I think. Um, whoever gets, I mean, like we don't who. I'm gonna say whoever gets. I mean, yeah, we know. Like we know who the Saints get in the next round, and yeah, you're not gonna be overly scared. Now look. The Saints, yeah, they when they're on, they're tough, for sure. But that performance, it's, it's not going to keep you up all night. Do you know what I mean? It's definitely not going to do that, right? So uh, we then go to our, our last game, right? So it was Washington against uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, Washington... Seven and ten, it is like uh horrible. Actually, I I just realized. Yeah, they're adding on the postseason games to the. Yeah, does it give seven and nine, right? Ah shit! Well, that just tells you. That just tells you everything, isn't it? Oh dear! Oh dear! Alright, Tampa Bay, we're 11 and 5 God damn it But, um, yo You know what I mean, like I, I will give it to, um You know, Henkel Henneke, no, Henkel, Henneke Right, Taylor Henneke Man, I, I give it to him and, uh, yeah, Washington, I've got to give it to them, because they hustled, they really friggin' hustled, you know, and they had a great third quarter, you know, they, they're the they only, you know what I mean? they, they were the only ones scoring in that third, so, yeah, You you gotta give it to Washington for that effort because they have looked shaky all friggin' season, right? All friggin' season they have looked shaky, but here's the thing, I mean they hustled, they really did. They 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 tried, but uh, Brady, (laughs) you hate Tom friggin' Brady, Antonio Brown. And um yeah, like um Goodwin, Godwin even man, they they have really come together to just create that dynamite combination people. Man, like Brady did spread that ball around nicely, you know? They were decent Right, they had some great plays I mean, the defense Yeah, the defense Does need to uh, Work on some stuff Right There's no denying that That defense does need to work On some stuff Because, you know They've got the Saints, right But You kind of feel that Yeah they might have just got some of those You know, little issues out the way And, I, you know, yeah I, I feel that they, they could definitely progress But, man, the division The division playoffs They're looking alright, right? So we've got the Rams against the Packers We have got the Bills against the Ravens, Chiefs-Browns, and Saints-Buccaneers. Got some good games there, people. We have some good, some good, like, some games where you will look at it and you go, you know what, I don't know, it could be anyone's. I mean, technically, right, you would say Chiefs all day. You know I think mean? That's the one one which you could, like... Expect, but you know the Chiefs have left it very late, of late. You know, and the you know, the Browns played big, but you know still, I I, I don't see the Chiefs losing, but the other games, hey, you know what I mean could be anyone's people. Could be anyone's. Which is great. It's great. Makes it exciting. So yeah, looking forward to next week. Whoo, Looking forward to next week. Just one Saturday and then three Sundays. Yeah, Alright, that's cool. Whatever. We can roll with that. But yeah, gonna be fun. okay people so as we draw to a close on another episode just a little bit of fight news to uh, go over so unfortunately mike grundy is out of his fight with nick lentz at the weekend right he was meant to fight on the holloway cater card but he's out lentz It's not all bad, he hasn't travelled all that way for nothing He gets a fight still It's a tough one, right? So he will now be fighting at UFC 257 on the 23rd So, an even bigger card So, you know what I mean? It's great for him in that regard But he goes up against Muzar Evelov so um yeah <laughs> you know what I mean definitely not an easy fight for Lentz right there now on the 6th of February Wellington Truman um he was meant to be fighting Alaskab Kiravev but Truman has not been having the best of luck you know what I mean he, he, Pulled out of a couple of fights, I believe, last year due to injury and COVID. Now he's out of this fight because of pneumonia. So, yeah, definitely a tough time for Truman. Um, but hey, on the 6th, there is still um yeah another good fight happening because the rescheduled matchup between Cody Stamen and Marab Dallas Vili will be taking place on that day. And that's a fun matchup. Do you know what I mean? And yo, every time you see Dallas Vili in there, he's like a goddamn dynamo. So it's kind of like how many takedowns is he going to get in this fight? You know what I mean? Uh, so we jump ahead to UFC 259 on the 6th of March. And we have got Rogerio Bontarine will be going up against Kai Kara France. So that's the big fight that Kara uh, France was talking about. And he ends up on a super. Super huge card So yeah, definitely a good one A fight, Cara France will want to win But he has signed a new contract So, you know He should be Should be okay You know what I mean? If he was to lose But who knows All Right. And then on the 20th of March Trevon Giles against Driscus de Plessis. Um, that looks like it's gonna happen And poof That's a good fight That's a real good fight people But um, yeah That is us for today On Wednesday we will be Looking ahead To Decatur V Holloway card And starting This crazy 10 days over on Fight Island Alright people So until then Enjoy And peace.